Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Hello, my name is Gary Mansfield and this is the Ministry of Arts podcast where each week I'll be speaking to a different artist. Now let's begin by bagging these bongos. Hello and welcome to episode 178 of the Ministry of Arts podcast. Well, today's guest is Lise Boussière. She's a French artist living in London and is a member of the Royal Society of Sculptors. She uses found and discarded items as her materials. From the 23rd of June, as part of the Kensington and Chelsea Art Week, Lise is shown her latest installation, Roller Coaster which is being housed in the beautiful chapel in the, well, equally beautiful Brompton Cemetery. If you don't know Brompton Cemetery, it's one of the great cemeteries of London. And coincidentally, where we recorded the very first episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast with uh, the late, great Dougie Fields. To celebrate a diverse range of people and culture within the borough of Kensington, Chelsea, they have their fifth Kensington, Chelsea art trail, which runs until the 31st of August where you will find free public art all around the borough, some in absolutely iconic locations. And if you think that could be too much walking, then don't despair. They've only gone and got an art bus, which takes you to every artwork along the trail. It don't get much better than that, right? But as far as today is concerned, all you've got to do is sit back, relax, and listen to me speaking to Lise Boussière. Have you been in your studio for long? Uh, yes, I've, I've been in the studio for uh, two years now, nice. uh, but to be honest, uh, the sculpture that uh, I've been developing for um, Kensington and Chelsea Art Week, uh, I developed this in my living room. <laughs> That's always a good thing. 
So it was uh, because it's something that it's easy to uh, fold and unfold and it really adapts to any space. So yeah, I yeah. used to live in another home, in another house that I was sharing with many friends. <laughs> and then I used to rent the living room to yeah. have on my sculpture. Brilliant. And then you just take it down and put it in a bag? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. That's a great way to transport a sculpture. Yeah. I do have several questions, Lise. Mm -hmm. The first being, how would you explain what you do to someone that doesn't know your work? Okay. So in my practice in general, I like to extract elements straight from the place I'm working. So I don't really like to go to art shop and buy new um, material. I like to collect things. Nice. So things that are thrown away. And this way, um, all majority of my uh, installation, painting, talk about the, the space it's installed. So it's kind of in situ uh, pieces uh, because it's made out of the elements that have been extracted in the same place. So, um, so for example, I've been collecting straws, I've been collecting wood in the park, I've been collecting hanger uh, where, where I'm working. So I'm really, I like to collect and accumulate things yeah. and then play, play with them. And also I'm very connected to, um, because I come from uh, like the south of France, from the countryside. Nice. So I have this strong connection with nature. While here, London is such a huge city. So I see it as a very wild place, but yeah. a wild urban place. So I like to create uh, this kind of analogy between the natural uh, environments and um, and the urban environments. Oh, nice. That, that gives you a lot of room to play with as well, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like, especially London is so vibrant. There is so many things to, uh, to explore and uh, to share and so many people to meet. But uh, it's true that at a certain point, we have so much freedom. It's good also to really focus and yeah. stay focused on a very specific uh, trajectory because otherwise there's so many options. But uh, yeah, usually all my sculpture, all my installation are ephemeral and they are always different wherever they are exhibited. So they are always uh, kind of unexpected, even from myself. They always surprise myself because I never know too much in advance what it's going to look like. Oh, excellent. Excellent. So if you used to move it from one environment to another, it gets rebuilt, but in a different form. Yeah. Excellent. And, and I like a challenging uh, space as well. So, for example, I like to exhibit in place that are not originally um, an art gallery, a white cube. I like space that have a personality yeah. or which are difficult to approach uh, because it usually adds to the piece uh, when there is a dialogue between the art piece and, um, and the place it's exhibited in. Yeah, I agree. When it's in a, a white cube, um, we do look at it, we do put the artwork up on a little bit of a pedestal, don't we, you know? Yeah, we uh, and it's a place where we expect, of course, to see art. While when we exhibit outside in different uh, environments, it brings the art to the public. So it's not the public that comes to yeah. the art piece, uh, it's the art piece that comes to the public. Always a good idea. You, how long have you lived in London? So I've been living here for seven years, so now I'm British. <laughs> Excellent. And 
growing up in the countryside and then living in the city, is there times when it gets a little bit overwhelming and you just need space? Yeah, actually, London is, is quite spacious. Uh, I love the fact that there is such a contrast uh, in the cityscape. So there is this huge area with a lot of building and then you have these immense uh, parks. So that's why it's such a, an incredible balance that we only find in London. You cannot, you cannot see this in Paris, for example, or in any like uh, capital in, uh, in Europe. So that's why I love London so much. And I love to portray that city so much. Excellent. Did you have art in the home growing up, Lise? Uh, yes, actually. Uh, yeah, I, I've been lucky to live in an artistic family. I have a more like a jewelry background. So all my family uh, are working in the jewelry fields. And uh, yeah, and I've been surrounded by a lot of art and a lot of uh, plants and a lot of nature. So how come you never went into jewelry yourself? Uh, because I wanted to, to extend a little bit um, the field of expression. Um, because also I like to work with the elements that are poor. So I like to work with what is um, leftover, whatever yeah. abandoned, or that is thrown away, that is useless for society. Yeah. I love to use it and uh, kind of resurrect it or bring a new life to it. Your materials are pretty much the opposite to gold and silver and cherished metals. I love it. Mm. So when did you first realise that you wanted to be an artist? Oh, I've always been uh, wanting to be an artist. Excellent. I, I love don't that know. answer. It's just something, it's a feel where I was feeling I needed, in life, I needed to have a space where I could really express, express pure um, freedom. And uh, that's why I've always been into art. You mentioned about um, making your artwork with found materials. Could you tell me a little something about your artwork, dry cleaning? So dry cleaning um, is made of hanger that I've been uh, collecting um, in my workplace. So it actually reflects the erratic rhythm that we have uh, in, in London because the sculptures are very vibrant. The material itself is coming from the workspace and describe the rhythm of the of the our life as a our daily life in London. Sorry, I don't manage to formulate. Now you're quite all right because it is it is just regular wire coat hangers, isn't it? Yes, exactly. And I transform them into into a sculpture that are extremely vibrant and that uh, like reflects the kind of hypnose we are in when we work in such erratic rhythm. Because they they looked rather large. What was the size of them? So it was like three meter high. Wow. Because they, they, they did have a lot of, the form had a lot of movement. Yeah, a lot of movement. They were all different. And uh, the potentiality of composition is infinite. So that's why they all look very different. And where was that shown? This one, I never show it. Oh, it's you just... didn't? Okay. <laughs> it was, where was it photographed then? Because it, it was really impressive in the photographs. But actually this one, it's um, half real and half uh, fictional <laughs> sculpture. Yeah, no, that's cool. I find the technical solution to make it real. One Perfect. Of real shop, but one day I'm sure that I will manage to make it real. But I like the fact that it's a sculpture that re don't really belong to reality. 
because it brings uh, like a new approach to the artwork work. It's not the fact that it's not physical. It brings it to a level of um, like a dream or or something that is doesn't belong to uh, to where we are. So yeah, it brings new interpretation to the piece. When you was describing the way you find objects and put them all together in a various and different spaces, the one that I had in mind was gowns. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so gowns, it's actually made of wood that have been uh, collected in Hyde Park. Big branches. So, yeah, it's branches, yeah. And then uh, actually it's called gowns because it can be dressed yeah. in, uh, in an infinity of variation um, of uh, dresses or gowns. Uh, so that's why uh, I've been experimenting a little bit with it and I dress it with feathers, uh, with leaves, with flowers with um, also bamboo, like uh, colorful bamboo uh, sticks. So I just already experimented with five or six material, but uh, in the future, I can experiment with even more. You say that you dress it. It is in fact, uh, on the sides of the branches, you insert the leaves and the feathers. Yes, exactly. So basically uh, it's pierced. Uh, The branches are pierced. So that's why I can add anything on it. Has that been shown anywhere yet? Yeah, this one has been shown in couple projects uh, for couple exchange in 2020. And it has been pre-selected for the Royal Academy Summer Show. Oh, nice. Yeah. This year? This year, yeah. Oh, Uh, No, last year, sorry, last year. But uh, at least it has been spotted. And uh, and then, uh, yeah, I have a lot of positive feedback for this piece, even from other curators. So, yeah. Another work I'd like to know about is Snow on Calico. It was a very large installation, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. So Snow on Calico is made out of um, uh, material that is used for construction work. So we all know that I, I really love to talk about the construction work in London because I like the fact that the city is very, is being transformed all the time by the, by the cranes, for example. Yeah. So I talk a lot about the cranes and also, um, so yeah, for snow, snow in Kaiko is made of this fabric that is used uh, in the construction work and is made also of uh, wall painting. Mm. So what I wanted to do for this piece is to really use very raw and kind of masculine or something, um, yeah, very uh, raw uh, material to describe something very soft and ephemeral, which is the snow. So um, yeah, once again, I I, I used um, like uh, material used in the city that doesn't directly belong to the art world uh, to make uh, an art piece. Yeah, that describes the beauty of the of the snow. And it was shown in a very large space. These sheets were hanging down, wasn't they? What? How many did you have? Eight or ten? Uh, yeah, this one was like around three meter uh, wow. or two meter and a half. Yeah. And but it can be, it's yeah, it's it's a it's a large one. I and to be honest, I can do more, but it's just I need to stock in my uh, workshop. And I had smaller size as well. So yeah. for example, in the past, uh, still with a copper project, I had an, another exhibition, and I created like a forest of painting. So it was a layering of different paintings in the space with the big one you are mentioning at the back. And then at the front, it was like a layering of other one to add on color and volume and to 
going like through the effects. And the viewer it. could walk through the sheets yeah. as well. Brilliant. Lise, which piece that you've created has got the strongest emotional connection, do you think? Snow on Calico uh, had a lot of positive feedback. Good. Um, and it's um, painting, but it's also a kind of a, a sculpture as well, because yeah. I really play with the crease. So I really play with the um, 3D um, materiality of, uh, of the piece. And uh, yes, the, um, the forest of painting uh, with the levitating like painting in the space had a very good um, uh, feedback. And is a, there's a fun question that I ask each artist. If there was you and five other artists, past and present, what would your ideal group show be? Me and five other artists. Uh, so I love the work of uh, Monika Suskova. She's uh, a Polish artist and she also works uh, with the tools, uh, with elements that she found uh, in, the, in the city. Yeah. She makes very minimalist composition, but very strong in terms of um, evocation. Um, then I like, uh, um, so I have another artist that I love. Uh, he's from Korea and um, he, his name is King Chong Hak. Okay. Uh, he only like, he mainly uh, draw uh, flowers uh, with a lot of vivid colors. And I really like, I mean, he's a grand, grandfather, you know, and he's, uh, he's so genuine into what he does. He does very like huge uh, scales uh, painting. Yeah. So he really dives into his, his painting. Oh, and nice. He, yeah, and he really like, put himself in the painting to really uh, describe the nature around yeah. him. So yeah, I really like this, this artist. Uh, then I have another artist. She's very, um, very different from the previous one is Anne Imroth, but she's uh, very famous. She's the one who uh, won the golden uh, lion in uh, the Biennale Venice. Her, okay. her heart is very, quite dark. And that uh, she really like engaged the body uh, in the space and she really creates like interaction with the, with the viewer. Uh, and well, I like a physical interaction. Physical interaction. Yeah. So for example, she worked a lot with the um, dancer and the, and the choreographer, sorry. Yeah. So, uh, she works a lot with choreographer to really like um, create a dance and then she opened up the dance with the interaction uh, of the public. And then let me see. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. 
What does she create? She makes, um, she fills um, houses with plaster and then she removes the house. Rachel Whiteread. Thank you. So then I really love the work of Rachel Whiteread because she also works a lot uh, with um, uh, elements from, from the city. So there is a specific artwork that I love, uh, which is uh, this piece that where she fills the house uh, with the plaster, and then she removed the walls of them. Um, Wasn't it absolutely beautiful? I know it was like, what was it, nearly 30 years ago, that piece. I can't remember its title off the top of my head, but it was in, I think it was in Hackney or Bethnal Green, when, as you say, she filled the inside with plaster, or at least the inside walls, and then took the structure away, leaving this ghost-like image of the building. It was absolutely beautiful. Have you seen it in real? No, no, no. I, I was I was unable to see it. But yeah, yeah. She, she's worked in that manner ever since. Yeah, I love it so much. It's so poetical and I love the way that uh, she keeps like almost a um, phantom-like presence of um, an element that used to exist in the past. So mm. she keeps the memory of an element that has disappeared. So this is something that really like uh, makes... Uh, equal with me and uh, make sense with uh, my own practice. She once cast a library. Have, have you seen that at all? And it was absolutely stunning. It was so cold and ghostly. Yeah. And, and almost lonely, you know? Yeah. No, I really like this practice. And also it's uh, uh, a practice that we can associate with photography because uh, she, she, instead of casting the lights, she cast the space, you know, but it's the same approach just, just to uh, keep like um, the mark of, um, of the space mm. uh, through a specific material. Yeah, amazing. She's, she's one of my favorites, that's for sure. Yeah, she's a, she's a superstar. <laughs> and your fifth. And then uh, the fifth one. So the last artist that I love, uh, I would love to exhibit with, would be uh, Ren Ang. So basically he's a um, Chinese photographer and uh, he, I love so much his work because he's very artisanal. So it's, he's not taking picture of celebrity into with super expensive material yeah. into like a grandeur space. He's just uh, having, um, playing with the element that he found, he finds on site to create um, compositions that are very poetical, very strong sometimes very dramatic, nice. but with very tiny little elements. So he almost invites us to rediscover um, the objects that surround us, the uh, space that, that surround us in uh, our daily life uh, through his composition. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know of him. You, you've said several times about working with found objects. And we started this conversation when you was telling us about roller coaster. Mm -hmm. roller coaster is part of the Kensington and Chelsea Art Week this year isn't it yeah and you are showing it at the Brompton Cemetery Chapel yeah exactly I've, I've been to a, a couple of exhibitions there it's a beautiful space isn't it I'm very lucky and I'm very grateful to all the Kensington and Chelsea team for uh, selecting this work the space is incredible it's just like First, in the, it's in the middle of a cemetery, but that is full of life. It's such a beautiful place. It's very peaceful when you walk there. You have this sense of um, 
uh, of peace and uh, you you really want to like stay there and just enjoy uh, like the, the environments. Well, we uh, should add for people that don't know the Brompton Cemetery, it's one of the great London cemeteries. It's not uh, a very somber place. It's it's almost an exciting environment to, to walk through the cemetery itself, isn't it? Because you come in at the Brompton end and you have to walk nigh on the entire length of the of the cemetery itself to come up to the chapel. Yeah, exactly. There is this big like alley. And then uh, on the side, you have, of course, uh, all the tomb, but it's surrounded, covered in, with nature. So there are, there are so many flowers so many plants and there are like so many birds around it's mm. like you feel like you are working in a living um, living painting because it's yeah. too you know yeah, as a photographer if you, if you like to take picture you can just take picture anytime anywhere it's gonna always be beautiful and uh, yeah at the end of this alley there is uh, so this um this chapel that is so impressive you you enter it here and you have this uh, sense of space but also you have this uh, feeling you feel very like um, uh, in peace as well because it's the round shapes. Yeah. Uh, the ceiling is super high. You have uh, uh, eight columns and uh, I will uh, install the sculpture in the middle of um, in between the columns. <laughs> Did you say you're putting your artwork between the columns or is it in the center? It's gonna be straight in the middle. Nice. Right in the middle, but it's gonna be suspended. So I'm gonna use the column for just for uh, the system of suspension, and then uh, from which gonna be like um, uh, build a sculpture. And a roller coaster is made purely from found plastic straws. Yes. So I've been collecting since 2019 straws because my first show uh, for roller coaster was made in 2019. So I was lucky to find very like collaborative uh, manager of uh, some bubble teas. They would give me like every week. They would give me, like, <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it was gold because uh, I would uh, exhibit the piece and then I would go back to the piece, go to the bubble tea and add on in the teeth. So that's why. And uh, I like the fact that uh, it's elements that are used for uh, art. So I elevate the statue of the, the straw that is not recyclable table, yeah. and um, and then I use and I play with them to create different sculpture. But yeah, it's the majority of the of the straw I I've been um, uh, collecting them in in London. And what is the story behind roller coaster itself? So the story initially I wanted to pay tribute to the queens that uh, are overpresent in London, and um, that to me look like huge insects. Um, I, I see yeah. there were like a like huge like spider or huge insect belonging to like a different world that uh, are much yeah like praying mantis over our city yeah yeah and then uh, I decided to create like very uh, thin and elevated sculpture to pay tribute to uh, these cranes. Uh, once I mounted the first roller coaster, the, the first sculpture. I wanted to name it Cranes, but once I saw it, I thought that it looked like a roller coaster. So I named it Roller Coaster. Yeah. And, and I thought Roller Coaster is actually a good reflection of the lifestyle in London because we all have very erratic life. Mm. And uh, we all uh, have to run all the time. And uh, so we need to optimize each single 
each single minute of our week. So that's why I was thinking it actually is a good uh, portrait of London. Well, like the cranes themselves, they look very fragile. They're just sticks up in the air. And you said that you are showing yours raised off the ground. How raised off the ground is roller coaster? From the ground is like uh, three meter, average three meter. Wow. So sometimes I've been mounting it in um, a tunnel, like in a gallery. Before yeah. in the gallery, there was a kind of a tunnel. So I covered the walls so everybody was walking straight. Nice. And, uh, sometimes I think here for uh, the Orbonton Cemetery Chapel, I'm going to do something very dense in the middle to have a very strong element in the center. Uh, and maybe you will be able to walk through, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> and what's it, what's it going to be suspended from the ceiling with? Uh, actually, it will be uh, suspended on um, on the net. It's actually a sparrow net. Okay. Uh, and uh, from this net, uh, I will hang um, butterfly clips. Yeah, that yeah. Can, uh, that can suspend uh, the, the sculpture. Because it's made of straws, and straws are made of a very thin material, when persons walk underneath, do you think there'll be movement from the wind of the person? Uh, actually, it's quite... Um, there, there might be a little movement, especially if there is wind. It might like move slightly. Nice. But it's like the reeds, you know? This yeah. So it means that it, it moves, but it's strong because it follows the movement of the space. And um, yeah, so it looks... Fragile is, is like the cranes. They look very thin, very fragile. Exactly. And, but actually, they are super strong. So it's the same with the roller coaster. And when will people be able to see roller coaster at the Brompton Cemetery? So it's going to be from the 23rd of June until the 3rd of July. Excellent. If you wasn't an artist, what would you like to be? Very good question. I, I, lo I love asking this question to my friends because I always have very unpredictable like answer. But um, I like, for me, if I was not being an artist, sometimes I'm dreaming of uh, being a um, truck driver and traveling, <laughs> traveling the world, Brilliant. Europe and being always on the roads, you know, covering. Yeah. And, or for example, I don't know, it's very naive. Of course, I will never do this, but- <laughs> Who knows, who knows? Or, you know, I love the building work. <laughs> so, for example, I love the, um, I, I always imagine when I see a bridge or when I see a tunnel, I always understand the satisfaction of yeah. the people who build this bridge of this tunnel to Good. really, like, Good. help the community and to create, like, a link between point A to point B. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's very rewarding when you manage to do such, um, such a work. Other than roller coaster, which is on the 23rd of June, have you got anything else coming up? Uh, at the moment, um, I only focus on roller coaster. I always have like parallel projects because uh, as an artist, you always need to take out your exhibition, develop your project, and also do a little yep. communication. So it's like a multidisciplinary practice. So I'm developing a project that talks about photography. Uh, and then I'm, I want to do some more variation of, of some of the piece I already developed, but just to give uh, more, to better express the potentiality of uh, the same pieces. I mean, you're speaking about roller coaster being in a very large chapel. 
you also put it in a, a very small gallery in Soho, didn't you? Yeah. And it almost filled filled the exhibition space, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, every time I'm on some roller coaster, I never know exactly what the shape and the color are gonna be. Uh, I have a broad idea, but uh, it's always kind of improvisation. Uh, so, but here for the smallest gallery in Soho, uh, it's, it was a very interesting space because it looks like an aquarium on yeah. the street. Yeah. It's always open from, from the outside. And yeah, it was at the end, it looks like uh, a mangrove, like uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. in this aquarium. So it was completely new approach and new like vision I had of my own uh, sculpture. Who'd think a load of straws put together could fill a room, eh? Yeah, exactly. I could have had more, but sometimes it's better to remove and just to give to leave some strength to some line. Yeah, so I agree. Composition, yeah. I agree. And where can people find you, be it on social media or website? So I have uh, Instagram and a website. My Instagram is uh, Bruissière, and uh, my website is lisbrissière.com. And I'll put those in the show notes underneath. Lisa, all the very best with Roller Coaster on the 23rd of June at the Brompton Cemetery's Chapel. Thank you so much, Gary. Lisa, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> and hopefully I'll see you on the 23rd. Lovely. I look forward to it. See you later. Bye-bye. Thank you. Hello, I'm Vesalia Chilton, the Director of Kensington Chelsea Art Week and Art Trail. The artist you've just been listening to is part of the Kensington Chelsea Art Week and Art Trail. The Art Trail starts on the 18th of June and ends on the 31st of August. You can find all the details on our website, kcaw.co.uk. Thank you so much for listening. Well, hope you enjoyed that episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast. So we wasn't dictated to by advertisers, we decided from the offset to go ad-free, which means obviously we had to self-fund. So we set up the Ministry of Arts Patreon page. And without that support, we would not be able to produce this podcast. So if you like what you hear and you're able to support the podcast, just go over to the Ministry of Arts Instagram profile. You'll find a Linktree drop-down box, which will direct you straight to our Patreon page. And for the price of a cup of coffee, you can help keep us growing week by week. But if you're not able to do that, that's fine because this content is free for everyone. But leaving a review on whichever platform you listen to your podcast, that really does help us get noticed and anyone else looking for an art podcast. Or even giving us a positive shout out on your social media. Everything is appreciated. But either way, thanks for listening. And until next week, sad art.
Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.